at that. See, I'm gone for what, like three weeks. I come back bearing gifts, and since it is almost Christmas time, and I am bearing gifts, it would make sense that the gift that I am bearing is a Christmas theme song. So, hopefully you enjoy. I know it's not even December, but that's how we roll here on the Markets and Mortgages podcast. Had to say it that way. The Markets and Mortgages podcast, the Tuesday edition. I, of course, am your host, Tyler Crawley, and we've a lot to happen since we last But I thought that we would start with at least the most up-to-date data. And by the way, there is a lot that is going to be happening today. A lot of info coming out today. We'll talk about that as we end the pod. But let's start with what we do have, and that is pending home sales. That data dropped Monday, and it dropped, but it was actually an increase. See, dropping like it came out, and it was actually a big increase, beating expectations and just when you think it's safe to maybe go buy a house, you are, you just can't keep this housing market down. It's like, all right, here you go. Things are cooling off. Things are getting back to normal. No, no. Pending home sales jumped 7.5% in October, according to the National Association of Realtors. Now, despite that big jump, year over year, signings were still down 1.4%. But the index is at 125.2. And just a reminder, an index of 100 is equal to the level of contract activity that we saw in 2001. So kind of a normal year. So things are still on the up and up, no doubt about that. And regionally, I mean, I'm sorry, if you're looking for a house to buy in the South, I don't even know how you are accomplishing that goal. The the numbers just continue to just jump in the South region with an index of now 149.7. It's just a crazy high number. That's after an 8% jump in October. That's just month over month, 8% jump. Uh, Followed by the Midwest, they got a index of 124.6 after a 11.8% month over month jump. Followed by the West at 107.5, which was up 2.1% in the Northeast at 99.5. The only region under 100 So embarrassing, even though they were up 6.9% on the month. Now, year over year was a little bit more of a mixed data. The Northeast saw the biggest drop with a 10% decline, and the West was also down 6.2%. This, of course, like I said, comparing it to last year's data. Meanwhile, the Midwest was actually up 5.1%, and the South barely recording a gain up 0.9%. Lawrence Young, the chief economist at the National Association of Realtors, said that despite rising prices and rates, home buying remains strong, to say the least. Saying, quote, motivated by fast rising rents and the anticipated increase in mortgage rates, consumers that are on strong financial footing are signing contracts to purchase a home sooner rather than later. I mean, it makes sense, right? If you think rates are going to go up, you think home prices are going to continue to rise. Even if they're not rising by record levels, they're still going to rise. Why not get involved as quickly as you can? If it's something you're going to do, there is no value at this point in waiting a year. Yun said this solid buying is a testament to demand still being relatively high 
as it occurring during a time when inventory is still marketedly low. And in fact, there was a fascinating tweet and spot on. I shouldn't say fascinating. I should say spot on by chief U.S. economist at SGH Macro, Tim Duh, who said on Twitter in a reaction to this data, people say this is a bad time to buy a home, yet they are still buying homes. You know, everyone keeps saying like, oh, I'm not going to buy a home. I'm not. Someone's buying homes. 7.5% month over month, someone is buying homes. And apparently they all live in the South. Or a lot of them do. Uh, a lot of them live in the South. So the numbers continue to increase. And last week before the Thanksgiving break, we got some data on new home sales. Now we are, I think we're going to get existing home sales no, I think we got that two weeks ago. So now we're looking at new home sales. We just talked about pending home sales. Now we're looking at new home sales. And they were positive. But they did fail to meet the meager expectations that economists had in October. So month over month, sales of new single-family homes were up 0.4% to a seasonally adjusted annual rate of 745000 that was a big decline year over year down 23.1%. And as I mentioned, it was up slightly to 745,000, but that was less than what economists had projected. They were projecting a slightly uh, bigger increase to 800,000. Now prices, interestingly enough, and we've seen this before with new home sales, were mixed month over month. Of course, year over year date, a little bit more solidified. But month over month, the median sales price was actually down. I mean, we've seen that. It's, it's kind of an ebb and flow with the median price down slightly, 0.2% to 407700 But the average sales price month over month saw a jump of 5.7% to $477,800. And like I said, the year-over-year date, a little stronger in determining which way the numbers are going. And that, of course, is up. The median sales price up 23.3%. The average sales price up 23.7% when compared to the same time last year. But here's the good news. So we got prices up and we got you know sales numbers up. Inventory levels also up that's you don't see that very often when you get three uh, numbers in the green inventory was up across the board as october showed month over month gains of 2.6 percent as new homes for sales increased to 389,000, which represents a 6.3 month supply at the current rate and year over year, yeah, that number is way up, up 39.9%. And when looking at the rate of sales, so you know, you look at what the inventory levels are and you look at how fast homes are selling, we're up almost 100% from where we were the same time last year when we were at an all-time low of 3.3 months supply. So yeah, I mean, these are some great reports. Not the slowing. I mean, obviously, new home sales up just barely 0.4%. Economists were expecting a little bit more. But you look at the pending home sales data, new home sales data, existing home sales data, 2021 is going to be a record year. There's no doubt about that. And yeah, we're still waiting for that big slowdown. It's I mean, You can kind of see it a little bit in the numbers, but it's not anywhere near the size that you would have guessed. Now, I would have thought... 
And we, you know, the Mortgage Bankers Association has been a little interesting with uh, coming out with this forbearance data. I do not have that. Usually we have that on the Tuesday podcast, but as of this recording, I don't have that data in front of me. If it comes out, we'll talk about it on Wednesday's podcast as long, with a ton more data. We got Case Schiller coming out. We got Consumer Confidence coming out. Uh, we have the FHFA Home Price Index also out. Those three are usually together, but in this case, it's going to be paired with the Fed Chair Jerome Powell and Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen are going to be testifying today in front of Congress. So we got that we're going to be talking about tomorrow on the program as well. So there's just a lot. It's going to be, you know, truncated because of uh, Thanksgiving. So we got a lot of data coming out today, a lot of data coming out uh, pretty much every day this week. And we're going to be getting to all of it here on the Markets and Mortgages podcast. Oh, by the way, if you haven't signed up and you are not getting the morning email, which of course is the companion newsletter, to this podcast. Everything I talk about on the podcast is in the newsletter and more. I have a link to a great piece by Kevin Williamson, my favorite political writer, but I really love when he writes about economics and he writes about what's happening in the economy. And one of the things that he wrote about recently that it's my good read of the day. Yeah, that sounds like not good English. <laughs> but it's, I call it my good read. This is like the the article I or I you know usually it's not bad that I recommend you taking a look at and this one's Kevin Williamson talking about tariffs and the Biden administration who was supposed to be you know 100% or I should say 180 degrees different than Donald Trump is almost identical and actually in many cases worse than the Trump administration on trade issues in fact Biden is literally doubling down on the president's tariffs when it comes to Canadian lumber and if anyone's looked at the cost of building a house you would know how important that would be to i don't know maybe get rid of those tariffs and williamson has a great point on this saying that if you notice the Biden administration doesn't propose to make american lumber less expensive but to make canadian lumber more expensive because making things less expensive requires work, innovation, investment, intelligence. None, of course, are the strong suit of the Biden administration. But making things more expensive, that's easy. You just put a tax on it and you're done. So I recommend you read that piece because he just just excoriates this argument for, oh, no, we need tariffs to help people. And yeah, not people trying to buy a home not people trying to rent a home. No one is benefiting from these lumber tariffs. And yet they continue to exist, even though Biden says in writing that he wants to make housing more affordable. Well, one of the ways of doing that, getting rid of lumber tariffs. (laughs) It's that simple. It is literally that simple. All right, you guys enjoy your Tuesday. And yes, I will be back for the Wednesday edition of the Markets and Mortgages podcast. You guys have a good day. And as always, do not wait to buy real estate. You buy real estate and wait. Wait.